Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. And I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Film. And Jas, what did we do last week? Hey, we were talking about the Fire Temple last week, if I remember correctly. And Jay, what are we going to do this week? Well, having um, returned the Gorons to their senses and broke their crippling drug addiction to the Crack Rock, um, we're going to take in the sights of the Elden Region and do a little Elden Region roundup. Yeah, I'm gonna try to say some rounds now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just—I don't know why—but any sort of like cowboy wrangler noise just makes me think of the beginning of Twilight Princess in context of this cast. <laughs> Goat <Wow>. in, baby. <laughs> um. So did we? Last time we obviously we finished the the fire temple. Um, uh, did we return? Did we talk about the return to... Nope, I think we literally just finished off the fire temple and we all went to get a bit, but... Yep, so, well, we spoke about the cutscene, obviously, but when you return back to uh, town, um, all those... All the Gorons that were hooked on the marbled rock roast are now back up and running, doing their tasks, and, um... Unlike the Hebra region, where there were some quests that you could tick off, um, but whilst the kind of blizzard was going on, here is very much the case where um, pretty much anything worth doing in Goron City was not available until uh, until you'd uh, broken their drug addiction. So we've got a ton of quests that we can do here now. Yeah. I guess we can start off with like the simpler ones and build up to the the more elaborate ones. Yeah. Um, well, one that comes to mind immediately is the uh, there's a a good little duelist. I think he's actually the same duelist who um, duelist. I feel. <laughs> I know jeweler. Yeah. I put that in the notes deliberately to make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, the jeweler. She's the one that saved us from the two uh, yeah. Gorons that tried to fleece us for our diamonds before yeah. we left, before we got to the city. Um, quite a simple quest she has. She just wants you to bring um, ten pieces of am- amber to her. Once you do that, I think she then will randomly ask for another um type of ore after that yes so um, she'll she can constantly will ask you for an ore you bring her that ore you get big monies so once you do yeah. the first one it just becomes a mechanic and this quest was pretty much in fact it is identical to the one that she gave you in breath of the wild so um, it's not really a quest right it's just a, a merchant essentially that <laughs> Yeah, it's a way to unlock a, a, a way to get some right good money. She travels about, or does she only stay here? She only stays in Goron City. Right. I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah. I, like she says, she travels about, 
but she doesn't actually. Yeah, maybe that's one. She maybe wanders around the town a little bit. Yeah, that definitely came to her if it's ever needing some quick cash. She was the. the and especially with the case. Buy it for a lot of cash, stranger! Lot <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out that that is to the London accent what you all accuse me of doing to the Scottish accent. <laughs> and we'll continue doing it <laughs> until this escalated arms race comes to it. <laughs> I feel we've got about two dozen bad Shrek impressions kind of banked that we can then cash in at any time. <laughs> so, that is true. <laughs> um, so much like how you could get the Great Eagle Bow in uh, the Hebrew region after you finished the, the main quest there, you can get the legendary weapon of the Gorons, the Boulder Breaker, which is mm. the uh, a quest called Soul of the Gorons. Um, over the shoulder so I, I do remember this <laughs> that's, that's the one <laughs> so I, I do remember this quest because the apprentice is like trying to like get his master's approval back his master's like nope you were away doing drugs with your friends <laughs> you're dead to me um, and this is his the, the apprentice's way of kind of Earn his master's approval is to try and make the the boulder breaker. Um, so again, you just need a it's like it's a cobble crusher you need, and then like we discussed before, quite pricey, three diamonds and some flint. But uh, yeah, you get the boulder breaker, which I uh, again I, I made uh, once. Right, they sell, they sell, the three, they sell diamonds and go around cities. So like, if you've never come across any before, you could basically just if you have enough rupees. By the three diamonds there. Mm-hmm. The thing is with the boulder breaker as well is because they're that and the cobble crusher are very much designed for you know mining. I feel this feels like even more of a <laughs> a waste to make than because yeah, you would smash it up within an hour, half an hour anyway. Yeah, it would not last quick, but you know it's probably going to be used as a decoration for maybe. Yeah, yeah just going to put it in your house uh, basically. Yeah. But it is, it is quite a cute storyline, this one, because after you, you do it, the, the master looks at it and you can kind of, you know, that old old sensei kind of begrudging respect. He's like, uh, doesn't want to show it. He's like, yeah, needs work. I wouldn't be in like, a patch or anything I would make, but come in and I'll, we'll, 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 we'll put it right. Kind of gets back at his good graces. So, yeah, a nice little quest. Nice. Yeah. Actually, I like uh, I haven't weapon done it a fair yeah. bit, to be honest, like as a weapon to fight with. The actual boulder breaker or the cobble crushers? Yeah, yeah, the boulder breaker itself. Really? Yeah. Wow. Kind of made me like the two-handed weapons for like the first time in Tears of the Kingdom. Just for like certain enemy types, you know. Like the fair play one down in the depths again. Frocks. Oh, the yeah. It's good for that. I always think of the two-handed weapons as like my talus killers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that worked. That yeah, yeah. Just feels. Nah, the rocks have the same because they're literally for smashing like, rocks. They have the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I've, so there's a, a kind of a kind of follow up to another quest that we did, um, earlier on, which was the ancient city Gorondia. 
this one is called the ancient city Gorondia, <laughs> which is um yeah this one is uh again it's just another minecart thing um you, you, you put a minecart on the track and eventually when you ride the track down you uh you can you, you get a a, a zone I charge that's literally it <laughs> like right. it's, it's it's nothing too impressive and I don't even remember I don't think I've even done this one I didn't so include I it in our notes because I wasn't sure if it was different from the one we've done it's already technically a different quest um <laughs> but yeah <laughs> having said that if you do um take a ride on the minecart and do this quest it will take you to a much better quest, in my opinion. It's mm. the grand opening of Minecart Land. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is uh, going to put all those Minecart crazy uh, skills you've obviously um, honed down in the Fire Temple to, to, to test. But a fun little mini game, which uh, I very much enjoyed. Good time, this one. Uh, have you both been to Minecart Land? I remember him talking about he wanted to build it. And they did, yes. But yeah, I guess I didn't do they this did. little quest to unlock it. Yeah, so there's actually a couple quests here. You you don't you, well you don't even need to do this quest to unlock it. It's just a, a quick way to get there. Um, okay. Yeah. Um but the minecart land uh, inside there is a couple of quests, which is basically unlocking the beginner course and then the hard course. Um, which uh, yeah, so it's a fun little mini game. You're riding down a track, um, which kind of loops around to this this pillar in this room. Balloons will pop out, and it's kind of a you got to shoot arrows at them as you fly past, and um, yeah, fun time. Just a little kind of um, shooting gallery essentially, mm-hmm. which uh, I had a lot of fun with. I don't even remember what the reward is, but. To me, the quest itself was the fun. Like it's, uh, it's a good mini game. Um, definitely recommend checking that out. Which I guess Luke is going to be doing as we speak now. <laughs> yep, I just bumped into Dugby, so I'm on my yep. way. <laughs> there we go. I'm gonna have to uh, keep the stream unmuted, otherwise I'm gonna hear your voice like, like multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I put my minecart on the thing. I hop in. Bob's your uncle. When you were describing it to me, I thought I was going to be shooting targets with Unoba. Oh, no, no, no. You're, 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 this is... This is all, um... This is all on you, Link. Just slight need stream delay on this, right? Zapper is what I need. <laughs> yep, Link's bow training. Oh, he gets the first target. Oh, what a miss. I mean, there's a million loading. Well, I don't think I'm meant to hit those ones under me. You can, you can try, but the game does um, flip round. Yeah, 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 that's what I figured. Gyro aiming to the test here, man. (laughs) Always, brother. The only way to Jasper end. Oh, will they get this? Oh, 
Easy. Easy. Oh my god, my bow broke. <laughs> As I hit Thank the last you. target. Yeah, uh, you're very lucky. Oh, I could have though, right? You yeah, got yeah. it. The arrow went out at least. Oh, there we go. That was my first crack at minecart land. And I got 20 rupees. Yeah, that's just... Well, that that's just the one. <laughs> yeah, they didn't give you a training bow or anything. Really, an oversight in their business here. They gave me ten arrows. Always appreciate a wee mini game. Yeah, like uh, I think this game seems to have more than I remember Breath of the Wild having, and that might just be my memory being absolute dog water. But I only really remember this the shield surfing mini game. And Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild definitely had a couple, but you're right. I don't remember like it having as many. Like there was the, the little golf one. There was this and that. That's right. The 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 one at the um flight center. You mean Jazz? Yep, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Which they have changed and reworked, obviously, in in Tears of the Kingdom to a different yeah. version of it. Say, it I think does feel like by nature of... does have like maybe like one or two more mini games. Definitely get that feeling as well. Yeah. I think it has slightly more. Oh hang on, I do remember one which <laughs> I didn't like it, but it was there. There was the um the Boulder Golf mini game in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mentioned just now. Oh did you... I didn't hear you, sorry. Um oh. yeah. Wow. I, was, I was too busy thinking of boulder golf but i think by virtue of ultra hand being a thing they're able to get a bit more creative and there's more yeah. opportunities for little mini games right so uh, but you did mention a couple more involved quests within goron city um the first of which we can talk about is moon gazing gorons which yeah. is yeah uh, so we've got these two old boys and uh, they're reminiscing about um, where they were born which is an interesting bit of Goron lore I suppose, like they, they're they born like inside a cave essentially like from the rocks themselves mm-hmm. they just pop out one day, there they are but yeah they, they basically say like oh we're considered brothers because we popped out of the same rock yeah <laughs> It's just it's a strange like poses some strange questions like like when like how what when does that happen? Are like, Goron's just naturally occurring? Like what what the decides when a Goron appears? Themselves like cannibals. Gorons are cannibals clearly. <laughs> they're just. I don't oh, think they're God. cannibals. They're just cut like. We're made of flesh and eat flesh, but we don't eat other human flesh. Yeah, but are I they, don't know. Are they, are how do they like... know they're not stopping other Gorons from being born, right? If they pop out of rocks. Is this not like is the equivalent all... of a, like essentially, and this is going to be really wild, what I'm going to say, it kind of gross, but this is not the equivalent of just like fully subsisting on a diet of like placenta. Is that what the Gorons are doing? <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't think it is. 
<laughs> it's more like how plants are born in the soil, but they also mm. they keep drawing nutrients from the soil. Let's go. I guess that. it's more like, like it's, your, linked, yeah. it's linked to the quest. Right? There's got to be. There's clearly like specific places the Gorons are born in, right? So it's not just like any old mm-hmm. rocky outcrop. I like my version more, Luke. Mm. <laughs> well, that, I think that says more about you than anything else. Yeah, well, don't turn this around to me. Just it's it's all natural, baby. Okay, I'm turning it around on you because what you said was just really normal originally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're turning around to me. Not Sorry, having it's it. It's very unfair of me. Yeah, how dare you? Um, <laughs> so after uh. They basically say they want to find the cave where they, they were yeah, spawned in. They um, basically tell you which lake it's in, I think. I don't remember it being difficult to find the cave. They, oh, yeah, so they mentioned they saw the full moon like shining on the ground, even in the middle of the day. Hmm. Um, and the only thing they know is it's at, it's at Lake Ferrona, um, which is actually quite a distance away, if I remember rightly. I think it's actually all the way down at the other stable we haven't spoken about as of yet it's almost almost like the base Um, the mountain it's at the base of the mountain yes which um so spike sidebar here we probably should have spoken about this are we speaking about that this episode that stable area are we saving that did we say we're going to save that for akala and tari Uh, i think we will hit that stable eventually on a different quest so yeah, okay, okay. Cut that, please. Thank you, Luke. Right. So, yeah, if we go down to the, as Jasper was saying, at the very base of the mountain, pretty much, um, you will find Lake Verona. And uh, if you do a bit of digging around there, you will find the aptly named Lake Verona Cave. And uh, if you uh, if you go... Up to this, like there's like three entrances to the cave, and if you go to like the topmost one, is it the sun that's shining on the water and the ground? Is that how it works? It's not even the water. It's um, this, do you mean the moon? Yeah, the moon that they saw. Because at noon, you've got to take oh, no, the picture. No. no, you take the picture. Oh, you take the picture at midnight. I thought it's that's actual moonlight. Is it? I thought it was just at any time, and they were referring it to a moon, and it's just sunlight that casts a yeah, that's circle, that was perfect the, circle. That was the, the cave. That's it, yeah, because it's at noon. You have to take the picture. Interesting. Right, I had a bunch of trouble with this quest because at night a version does happen where, like, it's like a blue, and it is made by moonlight. Mm-hmm. And I was taking that picture and it wasn't registering. There you go. That's why. And then just today I took the picture again and it did register. But I didn't notice that the difference was this one was made by sunlight. Ah, there you go. So in this story, you are the silly Gorons. You don't know the difference between the sun and the moon. But it literally, it does the same thing with the moonlight as it does with the sunlight. It's just a little bit less bright. Looking at them now, it's like, yeah, like slightly bluish when it's the moon one. And a bright right with the sun one. Yep. That's uh, the... Uh, I suppose this quest is to draw a comparison is this kind of region's version of the, the, the white bird in the Hebrew region. Yeah. Nice, nice little bit of environmental puzzling. 
A lot easier to say, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I succeeded. Well, not for me, it wasn't. I only succeeded <laughs> by not paying attention. Mm. When I paid attention, I couldn't do it. When I just sat in the cave and waited for it to show up, it worked. So yeah, you do that, finish off the quest, but nice little, nice little story, and a bit of Goron lore. And, yeah, and then uh, you can, you can totally forget the anything. They're like, oh yeah, I'll go there. It'll take me about ten years. And the other ones are yeah. probably take me about fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they actually yeah. use that as like puzzle elements in the game. Like remember, like I think it's like one of the Korok like puzzles allows you like you need to use the the in game sun to cast a shadow a certain way to some for something to unlock. Yeah, and there was a bit of it in Breath of the Wild too, I think. Really clever stuff that I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a very solid engine they built, so they can do things like that. Mm-hmm. It just makes the world uh, like more, even more believable of being like a real place. Little sidebar: there was actually an advanced course for Minecart Land that I forgot about. Which uh, once you clear the two that are in Minecart Land itself, the uh, the operator of Minecart Land says that he wants to make a version on Death Mountain itself. So uh, you go up there and you, the, you go around the minecart that you kind of went on, presumably with Yonobo, to ascend Death Mountain. You're going down this time, firing balloon, firing at the balloons as you go down. So it is a bit trickier because you do pick up a fairly chunky pace going mm-hmm. down the mountain, whereas in minecart land itself, it's a bit more, you know, gentle, a gentle ride. Basically, this one's the kiddie coaster, and Death Mountain one's, I don't know, put the best comparison. What's a really crazy roll- rock and roller coaster? That's the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> it's like Space Mountain. Space Mountain, yes. Death Mountain could be the name of a roller coaster. Could be, but. I'm I sure there's probably legally. legal trouble naming <laughs> <laughs> that roller coaster a death. And I, it wouldn't be illegal, but your lawyers wouldn't recommend it, I imagine. Yeah, it would be frowned upon. <laughs> Ill advised. <laughs> One of my favourite things to do at a theme park is to find the kiddie roller coaster mm-hmm. and then get on it and then scream all the way round. <laughs> Ideally, I rem- without warning my friends that I'm going to do it. I remember, um, on Memory Unlocked, I remember being in a theme park and my dad doing that, like, sitting <laughs> next to me, and I just, like, being totally embarrassed, like, stop it, dad, no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's big dad humour, now that you mention yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. But, yeah, it's a, it would have been embarrassing at the time, but I'm sure you look back on it now, I was like, okay, that was actually great banter. Yeah, I'm like, I wish I thought that. That's exactly my thoughts, yep. Yeah, good fun. While we're down here doing, well, while we were down there doing the the Moonlight one, there is a little shrine Mm -hmm. nearby. Oh, yeah. But it's it's a, um, well, I say nearby, the opposite end of the lake. Uh, But it involves doing a crystal. 
The Moshapin Shrine. Yes. And we need to get the Lake Internoc Cave Crystal. Ah. I remember this one. This one's, you've got to, um, it's like a lava cave, right? And you've got to... I think, yeah, is the crystal not in in the lava, or... You have to, it's like, but you have to navigate opposite. the lava to get the crystal, yeah. Yeah, it's on the other side of the lava, if I remember rightly, yeah. So you have to muck about a little bit with building a wee bridge mm. or something like that. I think I made a like a little raft, maybe like a on with a stone slab made with water or something. Even cooler. Which is um kind of like always. Any time you have to like go on like a, a travel across rava rava lava, it always um it always makes me think of um the ending of Mario Sunshine mm. with uh. That bloody annoying bit where you can't steer the <laughs> stone boats with water, and if you clip any of the pillars, the boat just sinks. Well, <sighs> especially because you're literally you have like a water jetpack that you're using to to make little platforms on the lava and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, that we'll was... get into Mario Sunshine references a bit later in this podcast, but <laughs> um, much later, but. They are coming. Um, but yeah, the shrine itself is um, a Rauri's blessing, right? The, the, yeah. The Mainly, like, that's is. what all kind of shrine quests are, right? Most of the time. Uh, not couple, always, or, but... Or a couple. Like, yeah. Most of them are. Most of them are, yeah. It depends how complicated the quest is, because sometimes... Yeah. Every now and then it feels like I should be getting a Rauru's Blessing and then it makes me do a shrine. And it feels like a great injustice to me. But such is life. Uh, Speaking of shrine quests, though, just around the corner, we have another one where it's um, a crystal. Mm -hmm. And this is, as we talked about, in the in the Korok forest, this is another one where the crystal is attached to a talus. Mm-hmm. Which one is this? The Momosik Shrine. The Death Caldera Crystal. Caldera might be the word we were trying to remember when we were talking about volcanoes last time. Oh, like the, the the mouth of the volcano yeah. <laughs> on that nonsense, yeah. I think caldera is exactly the word that we were all thinking we should be able to remember, but none of us could. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I was a bit optimistic if we were trying to think of that word because it's quite niche. Yeah. I mean, crater's not too far off. Mouth is miles away. <laughs> Growth is just. Nonsense. <laughs> mm, feeling attack this episode. <laughs> um, this uh, crystal here is uh, 
it's it's not just attached to a regular talus, so right, it's an igneo talus. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, you're not going to find a regular talus in Death Mountain. Probably not. Um, be nonsense. But yeah, these uh, these these buggers can be nasty if you don't have uh, anything to cool them down. Or if you don't just want to pepper their weak point with bomb arrows. Yeah, I mean that's the only other way you can do it, right? But it, I mean, yeah, I always if you, like... if you hit them with some water, one of those water plants, you can. Or ice. All right, ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You either or, either rocky. works. Yeah. Mhm. And then I you can hop on top, and Jas can spend three diamonds smashing his boulder breaker <laughs> against it. Well, like a break thing on it, you know. It's like I'm being careful with my usage <laughs> of the boulder breaker. Because mm-hmm. then he's using the trick to attach it to another weapon and throw it into a exactly. an octorok. I see. I see. <laughs> I see how it is. It is, it is bad. I don't think it is bad times honest. though. Like when you miscalculate how many hits you have when you break it. it is, I've had that happen before with another weapon. I think you get a sick pleasure from going back up to the <laughs> Goron City and handing in your three diamonds, watching them toil, just knowing it's going to break against a rock in the next half hour. It's like mine all the caves out on purpose. And I presume this one's just another Rairu's blessing for ticking it off? Yeah, 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 yeah. If they made me fight a talus and then gave me a shrine quest inside, <laughs> we'd be having words. <laughs> Look, AG, what's this all about? No. Sort it out, brother. But as it is, um, he's safe. He's... <laughs> he didn't want to incur the wrath of Summer Haze. Yeah. Well, like, he's from Nagano, so maybe I could go and, like, tell his mum on him. She might still be around there. <laughs> She'd probably be like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> she has, he hasn't even told her that he worked in video games. He's too embarrassed. <laughs> 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 she thinks he's still a carpenter. <laughs> That's <laughs> Um, there's... Up like, Some... British lads here, he's telling me that you're working at Nintendo in Kyoto making children's computer games. <laughs> making computer Grandmother's games. rolling in her grave. <laughs> You'll never make a living like that. <laughs> Mum, it's really successful. Nope, I don't care about that. Come back and whittle me a figurine. <laughs> Everyone knows the real money is in whittled figurines. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo got it all wrong. Oh. That's what they should have done after the the Hanafuda cards. The whittling business. One of my mates is one of my mates does carpentry and he, that shouldn't be saying stuff. Like, <laughs> what say? He, he loves figurines. whittling figurines and that's his business. Yeah. That's all he does. Just big money in the figurine market. And there's also big money at the Bedrock Bistro, bistro um, as they're back to selling regular rock roast. Um, there's another quest there where you just need to bring them... I think it's almost 
like the one we did where we brought them marbled rock roast, mm. but you just bring them the regular rock roast instead, and they're happy with that. There's not quite as much money in the regular rock roast. Uh, true, but it's probably better ethically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like there's not quite as much money in selling, you know, pizza as there is in selling mountains of coke. Yep. I think we've uh, we've gotten to the ethics too much of what the Gorons eat, though. So I don't want to go down that road again. I was well, yeah. for that. So. <laughs> is, is there more ethics in cocaine or placenta? <laughs> Black market placenta sales. <laughs> it's debatable, you know. It's not the road I expected this cast to go down. <laughs> You took it down. I took it there, yeah. I I just kept going. I know I did. did. Let's get back on track. Um, Back up in Goron City, um, there is a a lad that's looking for... I think this is actually a human. Yeah, a Hillian, rather. Yeah, it is a Hillian. He's looking for Simmerstone Springs, which is a secret hot spring. Uh, near Goron City, and he um, he says, "I'm trying to find out where it is. I'm going to go talk to the um, the Gorons that are bathing here, because at the back of Goron City, there's a bunch of old lads just soothing their aching bones in the uh, in the hot springs there. But um, when they talk about it, they mention that there's maybe." Um, there's maybe some leads on where the Simmerstone Springs in, inside uh, Gorko Tunnel, which is a fantastic name for a tunnel. And uh, if Flint goes over there, breaks through some walls, you'll find a secret hot spring, which is, of course, Simmerstone Springs. Break down and, the uh, walls of Gorko. <laughs> I don't think he would have had as much of a career if his name was Chris Gorko. <laughs> Sounds more like a right-wing pundit than a legendary <laughs> wrestler. Is that not the, the the character that Matthew Castle made the Marvel tweet about that he got? Oh, Blorko. Yeah. Oh, Blorko. <laughs> close, close. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Blorko. That's the one. It's me, um, Chris Gorka. Good reward though for this quest and money, but he also kind of shows off a little tip that you might not have known about, where he, he drops some eggs in the spring, and the spring hard boils the eggs, and they become a more efficient healing item as a result. That's actually a thing you can get in Japan. Um, onsen what, spring builders often eggs? sell onsen eggs. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Would they? I presume they wouldn't taste any different, right? Or um, maybe slightly, but mm-hmm. you know, it's part. It's more the the novelty of it. it was yeah, cooked by it. the thermal energies of the earth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, depending on like the sulfur content, hot springs often smell like egg anyway. So <laughs> true, true. But yeah, I do remember doing this quest and being pleasantly surprised by when he started dropping eggs and they were cooking mm-hmm. um again it's just that sort of like interaction within the world that you don't you wouldn't think about 
Yeah. But the fact that you know Nintendo included it, um, like you were saying earlier on there, Jazz, it just yeah. makes the world feel more fully realised. And I think I'm, it's I'm been that it's been there since Breath of the Wild. I think you could cook stuff in think you're things right. all along. Yeah, and they just right. like not enough people were talking about it, so they inserted a character to tell you. Look <laughs> <laughs> this cool thing we did. You know, I don't think I've ever actually eaten an onsen egg, so next time I see them, I will eat one for the pod. Please, yeah, sacrifice your, your body for the pod. I'm sure we, you'll be fine. them Gorko eggs as well. <laughs> yeah, just, when I, like, anyone, anyone asks you, like, how was your onsen egg? Without even giving contact. Egg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the plan. Watch this space, listeners. Gorko egg update incoming. <laughs> In the meantime, <laughs> there's all kinds of cave nonsense we can do. Yeah. Um, a wrap around In the, you know the we, the Jurassic World area. Near Yonobo Town, Yonobo HQ, that we talked Jurassic about last time. Jurassic World area. <laughs> <laughs> I do know there, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit Jurassic World area. <laughs> there's the bit where there's lots and lots of monsters walking around, and you can just sort of Minecraft. Above oh, yeah, 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 like the safari, the, the place we call safari, safari, not Jurassic World. <laughs> No, like, that's like a whole there, like course. lush jungle area or something like in. But yeah, the monster region. safari. Um, you can pop down into the caves there, and there's like quite an elaborate cave system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With various, you can like take minecarts this way and that way. There's at least one shrine down there. Possibly yeah, the. Isisen. Yeah, the the cave you're talking about is. Like it's the Isle of Rabak Gallery, it's called, <laughs> um, and like you have to actually hit a switch to move to like a different yes. area of the cave, which and like it's 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 quite a you know it's more definitely more involved than some of the caves we've spoken about this, which is just a couple of rooms and some monsters and loot. I think they um, kind of want you to do that before you do the the fire temple with the whole switch <laughs> mechanics. Could very well be. Yeah, I think I did because I, I think I decided I that I I wanted to, I you know I wanted to make get involved and become Jurassic Park rather than World and jump down there, and uh, I definitely remember doing this before the Fire Temple and having a blast. Well, Jurassic Park also they were meant to stay in the cars. Like in neither version are they meant to get out and interact with the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you're right. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> but or in yeah, this, space, this, this the is moblins. The moblins, yeah. But it's uh, it's a moblins fun, fun cave. Yeah, um, it is, but also minecart stuff remains somewhat confusing to me. Yeah, it's. Hmm. I I didn't mind this cave because it was. Fairly small. I spoke about obviously my thoughts on the fire temple. Yeah. Um. I I did do most of this pre fire temple, so it had some limited use as a tutorial, I guess. 
but yeah, it did. And uh, to be fair, maybe it is meant to be a bit more confusing because the actual shrine itself, uh, Geotak shrine, is just a yeah, it's it's a Rao's blessing. So finding the shrine is the mission unto itself. Mm Hmm. Did we speak about Isisim Shrine last time? I don't think we did, did we? That's what I thought we were going to speak about in this cave, but it's a different type of cave. Well, we are now! <laughs> Isisim Shrine. Um, so it's actually fairly close to Yunoboko. It's, it's actually Yunoboko East Cave um, is where it's found. And this is uh, Proving Grounds in reverse. So it's one of your uh, your um, Eventide style mm-hmm. Trines, right? You're 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 naked. You got a you got to do um procure your items on site, like your solid snake. Or this is a sneaking mission. Naked snake. And, uh, naked snake. This is a sneaking mission. That's yeah. yeah, this one it uses. And like, I don't the really remember the gimmick well. of this one. It uses the recallability in this shrine as well. Like there's little cogs that you need to kind of reverse to get up further floors to take out. Enemies. Uh, yeah, it's cool in than reverse. Other, yeah, so it's, it's a bit more involved in like other proving ground like shrines. Does it have a lot of enemies who throw stuff at you, and it's trying to teach you the whole? Yeah, I was yeah, looking at a little clip of it. I think there's there's a couple of them that have those like zone bomb devices yeah. that are lobbing them at you, um, so you can obviously re- recall them and prepare a nasty surprise for them. The, whenever I manage to pull that off in actual combat, it's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like spot that someone's throwing something at me and turn it around on them. We're not saying I do it a lot, but when I do manage to do it, I feel like a boss. Presumably, when I did this shrine, I did it a bunch. But the only other thing I can think of is actually a quest which we haven't spoken about yet. We're talking um, lizard lakes. We're talking lizard lakes. This is the one of these on quests that I did before the main story. Maybe go and do them. Ah, okay. Um, I don't know what it is. For I didn't go back to many of the other villages enough post main quest. But for whatever reason, Goron City, I did go and wrap things up, like we're doing for the pod. And yeah, I caught these guys talking about lizard lakes. And I was like, oh, I saw a lake that looks like a lizard on the map. I'll go and investigate. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically, it is pretty easy to find. they talking about, oh, we found an old myth that says there's something at some lizard lakes. Oh, when I was a boy, I used to look for lizard lakes. Between the two lizard lakes, there's a cave. And lo and behold, there is. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more involved. <laughs> That's a, there's a little nursery raid that he talks about, which yeah. is uh, one brother hunts what the other brother hides. Two lizards fighting over what's inside. My name is James, and I'm here to stay. <laughs> I'm going to find lizard lakes in a major way. Oh, money don't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> I'm jiggle, jiggle, it folds. 
Uh, get one, you wiggle, yeah. wiggle, for sure. You know. <laughs> Driving in my yes, Fiat, then... you really ought to see it. <laughs> so it's quite easy to find the the, the lizard lakes, right? Point you towards the and, lizard's uh, burrow, right? Correct. And inside we find the Varudania Divine Helm. Yeah. So you, you two can cosplay like as the sage. But yeah, again, it's the kind of equivalent to the, the one that we had. Or like the, mm-hmm. From the Divine Helm to the East. Yeah. I mean, if you hadn't done this you you can't do this before the main quest, so when it would have been at its most useful, <laughs> then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking last time about how um, Yonobo does do some hefty damage in combat. So giving I suppose, him, giving so him the buffing, mask maybe um, does make mm, sense. That's true. That is true. I don't think I've ever been in a position where I would actively choose my armour to buff one of my sages, but if I was going to do that, maybe this would be the one. Yeah, I guess if you aren't that confident in your own fighting ability, then maybe, but I think for pretty much the most players are going to, Link's going to be the big damage dealer, right? It's not going to yeah. be the sages by any stretch of the imagination. If I was going to go for a sage, I feel like I'd go for Tulin. Same. Just because he's, yeah, Busting out them headshots all the time. If I boosted that power, could be handy. But uh, this one does look um, pretty cool. It's like because that divine beast had that like opening up face, almost like yeah. the, the demigorgon from Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. It looks pretty cool on Link. It looks very dumb on. Um, you know, but <laughs> maybe just because he is a much <laughs> larger <laughs> head. Yeah. yeah. And also, I've just noticed because I'm wearing it right now and looking at him. The one that Link wears, the color scheme is just like the Divine Beasts from Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Whereas the one that the Sage wears is that sort of jade, sort of Aztec stone jewelry. Mm-hmm. That we see in oh, the Zonai okay. flashbacks. So they're quite. It sort of reflects the two different eras. historical sci fi eras. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of other points of interest near the Lizard Lakes, though. Um, a bit further up the road, you'll find um, Sibajitak Siba Shrine, otherwise known as Alignment which is, I do remember this one, it's a big rotating pillar comprised of a few different kind of chunks. The three different chunks are all kind of misaligned and if you use recall and then un- like kind of use recall and then switch off recall, you can slowly align them up. Um, uh, yeah, I do remember then, this one because I had not long before playing Tears of the Kingdom finished metroid prime <laughs> and this is a lot like some of the towers you would have to align to climb the morph ball up yep yeah it, pretty much exactly like that yeah yeah 
Except yeah, uh, Link does a, not. One down in the phase one mines that really is similar. <laughs> that you bring it up, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly that, as I was playing it in in this. That's exactly what I was thinking of. But uh, Link instead uses ascend, of course, rather yeah. than breaking yeah. his spine trying to use the morph ball. Because Link can crawl. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Yonobo uses the morph ball. Isn't that just a, a, <laughs> oh, an ability? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I presume it's an ability of the Chozo because they build all their cities around it. I suppose. Yeah. Well, they're like bird fellas, so maybe they'll get back in their eggs. They're Gorko eggs. <laughs> yeah, this is not the uh, Chozo eggs, Gorko The eggs. Metroid lore cast, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but it could be if you, if you want that listeners, I'd be down. Um, and the other point of interest that I wanted to speak about near here is, um, it's the next monster extermination, um, quest. Oh yeah, there's some caves is, to clear uh, out, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's near here. It's Lake Darman Monster Den. And mm-hmm. I think it's the first encounter with a different group mm-hmm. with uh, somebody called Torin this time. But yeah, it's another, it's a cave you've got to go in rather than an actual encampment out on the field. Yes. Which is, uh, which is quite a, a, a cool kind of take on it is, you know, they've, maybe they've battled, you know, could have been battling the monsters back and they've found their den and this is them going and exterminating them. It is. I really love these in gameplay terms, like because you know I like doing a little bit of a, basically a mini, warriors game, and I really like how they make Link feel like a badass. Because everyone's like, yeah. oh, okay, we're going to be good. We're going to be good on this one. Link's here with us. Uh, then yeah. you do kick a lot of ass. I just wish that they were somehow um, immune to the Blood Moon. The fact that after doing them, the Blood Moon just undoes all your work is a real bummer. Yeah. It's... I think it's a bummer in gameplay terms. I quite like it from a lore perspective because it kind of suggests that, look, we can't... They can't be fighting this fight forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it gives you some impetus to finish the quest, I guess. It kind of paints how horrific the Blood Moon is for, you know, for 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 Link and for the player. It's it's an inconvenience sometimes, um, but often it can be quite good because it might give you a chance to, you know, I guess take out a talus, get some loot or what have you. There, you it have, basically resets the world. Like when we play Monster Hunter and we talk about, you have to separate in your head the fact that. In the game, you're fighting this monster five times in an evening. You have to think like, yeah, but for the characters in the world, we think of it more like this happened once because they had to kill it, right? Mm -hmm. If we think of the Blood Moon as happening on the sort of schedule that moons happen, Mm -hmm. like maybe there's a Blood Moon every couple months. It's more realistic to imagine that like, yeah, you know, they can beat these monsters, but they're going to have to come back eventually. Whereas for yeah. the player, when you can have three blood moons in a day of playing, yeah, if that's what was happening in like 
real world times, then yeah, you would never humanity would be dead already. Yeah, they'd be wiped out pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, maybe there's you have to have a little bit of a separate the gameplay version from what it's meant to represent in world terms. You ready? It's time for my least favourite phrase in discourse about games. Oh. Ludo narrative dissonance. <laughs> I don't think this is quite a case of that. A little bit. Because it, like, it is like the Blood Moon is part of the narrative. It's just, you know, type. But the same, it's like, you know, in a film they would cut away to represent the passage of time. They don't do that in the game because you're constantly playing as the character. So after completing our roundup of the Elden region and tackling essentially everything that we can do here, um, I don't think we miss anything, but if there's anything you want us to speak about, please let us know, listeners. We'd appreciate it. Um, what we're going to be doing next time, though, is we're going to be... Well, we've been, you know, pretty much full pace towards the main quest for a while. I think it's time to have a little bit of a side track. Let's go check out why Hateno Village has been so mushroom mad these days. And we'll start off our journey towards there next time. So join us for that. Take away a look. Yep, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Pod. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that. Make sure you're rating and reviewing, liking and subscribing. If you've got some friends who are uh, big fans of Tears of the Kingdom, maybe they're playing Tears of the Kingdom for the first time, or maybe they just want to relive the experience, please point them our way. Say, hey, check out this podcast. It's the business. And if you want to help support the podcast, keep it on that there internet. You can head over to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And for just a dollar a month, you can help us keep it online, but also you'll get to listen to episodes as soon as we're done editing. You won't have to wait and hear them. And just, you have some sage words of advice for us this week. Hey. <laughs> I just went blank, to be honest. How would you recommend they cook their eggs? <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to ask <laughs> you to <laughs> Well, if you're cooking eggs, it's got to be Gorko eggs, right? And nothing beats scrambled Gorko egg. Mm-mm-mm. Catch us next time. Cheerio. Zapow! Zapow!